Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The FCB Radio Network, where real talk lives. Yep. Something's happening. Sounds like something's about to explode. What's going on? What's going on? This is your man Jeff Brown, and you are tuned in to the Jeff Brown Show. And we want to, you know, give a special shout out to the lovely side of the show. My radio wife, Miss Sassy. Hey, y'all. What's going on? Oh, man. Uh, that's a great, great voice. You haven't heard that voice. in a, uh, I know. Well, yeah, How you yeah. doing, Jeff? Feeling good. You had a great birthday last week. I did. And thank you so much. I know Jeff is on live right now. I haven't logged in, but I just want to send a special thank you to everybody that came out and celebrated my birthday with me. I felt so loved. Thank you. And thank you, Jeff, for hosting my party and looking out for me and being a wonderful host as usual. Thank you, Darvio. And Mama Darvio over there for showing up. I love you guys. Thank you so much. No problem. We appreciate you twerking in, in, in front of the restaurant. <laughs> Jeff, why you always got to tell something? What if it wasn't nobody that was it? Somebody on live wasn't there? Yeah, well, you know. Was I was trying to, to stop you. Y'all, she almost caused a damn accident. Right. <laughs> on Lee Road. <laughs> it was birthday twerk. What Jeff had the patio open. It was nice outside. Right. And it was dope. It was and dope I was look. a Barbie. My outfit, the theme was Barbie. Oh, wow. Barbie and Marilyn Monroe. Y'all seen my cupcakes? So Barbie had to show out. Them shoes was everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> seven, definitely was You definitely was birthday ready. Yes. I want to give a big shout out to our Facebook uh, <laughs> followers and those that are viewing by Facebook Live. Um, and ESPN. that phone, brother. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, listen, breaking news. Uh, Tracy <laughs> Fennell, my homegirl, my man Dexter Holmes, what's happening? And my best friend, all the way from Texas, yes, she is in here building. in the building. She's not talking to us via Facebook Live, exactly. but she's actually <laughs> in the building, yes. y'all. Yes. So. My beautiful sister. We're going to call her Naki. She don't want nobody to really know what her government name is. So, you know, I don't know why. I mean, she's named after her mom. Uh, exactly. Oh, man. How, so. you, how you feel with this weather? She had a fit. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. I said, this is good weather. Yeah. yeah, it's good weather. She had like she ain't been here. She already know what's up. I've been gone for a year. It's 70, 80 degrees down there right now. Oh, yeah. When that's, when that's uh, well, yeah, I, I, I can understand. Understand that, my man, the referee himself. What's happening, brother? What's the going Kingpin. on? What's going on, sir? 
How you doing, man? I'm all right. How about yourself? I'm doing wonderful. Hey, listen, uh, and big shout out to Mama D in the building. We appreciate you always hanging out. Hey, listen, I want to get into this topic. You know, we are on the verge of uh, possibly seeing another millionaire, overnight millionaire in the making. Yeah. Tomorrow uh, is the Mega Millions uh, drawing, I believe, and the jackpot is up to $197 million. You're talking about almost $200 million is on the line. So, oh my goodness. So, the question is, if you were to hit the jackpot tomorrow, what would you do with the money? How would you spend it? <laughs> That's a lot of money. $200 million. Would you take the full payout or would you rather be paid over 21 years of your lifetime? I would take the full payout because we just did the math after they do their deductions. That's still $59 million that you're going to get up so, front. Hey, take the fifty nine men and run, Naki. What you gonna do? I'm gonna take it because ain't no guarantee you're gonna be here for twenty one more years. That's, that's true. That's, that's, what you gonna What you gonna do? What you gonna do, Darvio? Man, I agree with everybody. Give me my money now. Take the money, exactly, take the money and run. Because we don't know tomorrow. Not promise. Exactly. But I guess the key is, Jeff. What would you do with fifty nine million dollars? Well, first of all, I think I think <laughs> first of all, I'm moving. I'm, I'm moving out of the city. I'm, I'm gonna take the you Jeff moving? Brown. Yeah, I'm taking the Jeff Brown show on the road. Oh God. Yeah, I'm gone. You going on tour? I'm just gone. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm a listen. I'm gonna set up a college fund for all my nieces and nephews, my little cousins, so they can have a, you know, they can have good education. Their education is paid for. College tuition is paid for. I'm gonna invest into some small businesses. I'm gonna um, really invest into my brand. But I'm moving, man. I, I want to move. I want to move to a warmer climate. Yeah. You know, and um, and 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 put the Jeff Brown show brand in a different market. You know, if I was to move, I'm gonna definitely pay my tithes. I'm gonna, yeah. you know, bless my church. I'm gonna bless PCC. Yep. You know, definitely take care of that. Take care of my mama. Set her up real good so she cool. Um, make sure grandma good. You know, and just and and invest, you know, and just invest and, and live and let my money work for me. A lot of times, too, when these people get money like that and you've never had that type of money, you know, it's easy for you to blow through it because you don't have the experience to um, to uh, to maintain or understand that type of lifestyle because your lifestyle changes instantly. Yeah, it does. It you know, does. you go from making Thirty thousand dollars a year to be to to having sixty million, two hundred million dollars in one day, and you're gonna have a lot of do people you, show up you, that you ain't that you haven't talked to in a while. Oh yeah, a lot of family, family members, friends, friends, yeah, people gonna exes, have their hands out too. A exes. <laughs> Exes? Nah, yeah. I, what if you my ex? Then stay my ex. Fifty nine million dollars. You was you wasn't my ex. Now you ain't my ex. Well, you know. At the end of the day, some people, you know, hey, they, hey, when they know you got the bread, they come and they come with That's all their witty ideas and inventions. <laughs> they come with yeah. everything that they got. You know what I'm saying? Listen, at two hundred million dollars, you know, I'm like this. I want to, I want to, uh, you know, man, I want to be able to build my brand, give back to my community, and just live after that. So where would you move? You said you would move to a warmer climate. Where? Man, if I had that type of money, I would either move to maybe Arizona, 
Okay. Uh, so you want to be somewhere Vegas. where it's hot, hot. La- Las-, Las Vegas, Scottsdale. He? That's nothing. it. Ain't nothing in Arizona. Scott's, but Las Vegas. I would probably, I'll probably move. I would probably <laughs> move to either Las Vegas. You ain't got to worry about that. I ain't messing with no cockroaches with two hundred million. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Arizona. That's all you gonna get. Some snakes. Yep. Geckos. Hey, right. I got some snakes in Cleveland, so it don't oh, make no yeah, difference. So true. you know, hey, I'm. Hey. Yeah, but, but them some real them snakes. Real snakes. We, we they got real some, too. We got some punk snakes up here. <laughs> yeah, we. Hey, no, we got. Uh, we got some real snakes up here. No. Oh, for real. Them snakes run in your circle. These snakes in your grass. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Damn, yeah. Well, you know, I read an uh, article in the Business Insider, and they said 70% of the people that hit the lottery go bankrupt. I believe that. With, in less than five years. I believe yeah, that. I believe that. I believe that. I believe now, that it's pure stupidity. Yeah. Well, you can't say that because if you're, it, it, it's like you're telling a person who went from making 30 to 20, 25 to 30 to 40,000 a year. They instantly become a multi-millionaire. Mm-hmm. They don't have the mindset to deal with that. That but you type can of get money. it though. But you need exactly. you can get that mindset. Yeah. You like, need you to don't... be mentally when you win. And sure, it's unexpected. But mentally, you need to prepare yourself. Get exactly. all the help you need. Absolutely. If you need to adv- ask an investor, well, you got to think about all of oh. that. Now, what you're saying is true. But you also got to understand, too, you have to make sure you're picking the right people True, in that profession they'll get because they'll get you. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll overcharge you because mm-hmm. they know you don't know what you're doing. And most people, they're not Googling like they used to. They're looking at information on Facebook, Instagram, you know, and all that kind of good stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So for me, I want to, you know, me personally, if I get 200 million, you best believe I'm going to have a great team. And because I'm already in business for myself, my mindset is already there. But see, there. it's different because you're already an entrepreneur. Right. So you already have that entrepreneur mindset. These people go from, like you said, punching the clock, nine to five, to now I can just do what I want, when I want, and right. where I want. So that's why they need that. Even some Well, they better get the researching. That's what I'm saying. Like, you need the right financial No advisor. excuse when the info and is free. And you have to make sure, like you said, it's the right one because $59 million is a lot of money and some financial advisors they're kind of artists too yeah. oh for sure yeah, you gotta be careful so let me ask you a question do y'all think the lottery rigged I don't know about that Jack. I don't know I don't, I don't think, it's think rigged, so but I know if you go bankrupt after getting 59 million dollars something mentally wrong with you it happens though <laughs> I, I agree with her though I, I agree with her though there's no you excuse you need to be laying on somebody's couch oh no <laughs> I agree I agree. Wow. There's no excuse. So she should just, just if you lose 59 million, you you need to be broke. Huh? Right. Yeah, I agree. Pretty much. You definitely Pretty do. much. You definitely You, you earned do. that. Mm-hmm. You earned that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you going to use a gospel song? To... <laughs> I was about to be like, my hallelujah. <laughs> Y'all about to start singing gospel. Oh, my God. Look, when somebody uh, uh, sing, you just... Are you going to pay your tithes? Absolutely. Nack, yeah, are you going to pay your tithes to your you church if know. you hit 60? With my money? Yeah. Are you... the first thing I'm going to do? That's, yeah. That's absolutely. the first thing, but I'll do it. I'm saying, are you going to pay your tithes off the... <laughs> I'm going to do it. I said that ain't going to be the first thing. What's the first thing you're going to do? Buy me a couple of McDonald's. Oh, my God. That's smart, though. Out of all the uh, fast food. Flip that money. McDonald's ain't never going nowhere. No, right. they're not. They're for life. <laughs> People still go, no matter how bad the service oh, is. They always run out how of ice cream. So you're going to buy a couple ice McDonald's. Cream <laughs> always, yeah, but my ice cream machine is always going to work. Your ice cream machine going to always work? 
<laughs> they don't ever work. All year round, baby. Not, and then they just start selling the smoothies, and you like, well, let me get a smoothie. Oh, our smoothie machine down. You know what? I'm my smoothie <laughs> machine. <laughs> What's so special about your smoothie machine? They don't always work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we'll be right back. We got to go play the lottery. Y'all stay yeah, tuned. I am. I'm playing it for real, and I don't even know how. Yeah. <laughs> We'll be right I'm back. Ask for guidance. <laughs> Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back. We're talking about the Mega Millions today. What are you going to do with $200 million? You have just went from $35,000 a year to becoming a multi, 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 multi-millionaire I'm overnight. I'm going to be like, I woke up in a new Bugatti. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What's up, Vet? That's a lot of money. It That's is. A it's a lot to put in somebody's hands. Like that, Man, listen. You know, hell, give me that money. money. I'm running. Listen. But I'm taking it. Give it yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, give me that $59 million. I'm Take selling it, it out. Give me a money bath. Huh? Taking me a money bath. Is it going to be some water in there? <laughs> <laughs> no. Where are you going to wet your money bath? money bath is just a bath with nothing but money. Man, you so got to put some water in there, though. You got enough that defeats the. That's your birthday suit. In my birthday suit. In your birthday suit. Money is like so unsanitary. (laughs) Don't take a bath in the money. It's so unsanitary. You are such a germaphobe. I know, man. Like you gonna mess up. You gonna mess up the dream of the money, right? (laughs) Ain't no, ain't no germs. Ain't no germs on Ben Franklin. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. He can have germs. I got enough money to pay him. Yeah, I know that's right. Okay, so some of my life are asking what's going on. Y'all, we talking about the Mega Million is now up to $197 million. So if you won that, what would you do with the money? And if you take the full payout, it would still give you $59 million. What would you do with that? So holla at me so we can see what y'all are talking about. What would y'all do live? You know, would y'all move? What, what's going on? I don't know. I know I would go. I don't want to be in Ohio because of the weather, and I'm not a millionaire, so I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm, I, I think Florida, I'm, here yeah. I come. I'm taking my talent to stop. I love Florida, too. Uh, you can have that crazy I love Florida. State. I love I love Miami. Miami is dope. Miami is one of my favorite places. The, the whole visit. state. Huh? It's dope to visit. I don't know if I would want to live. There. I know oh, I man. Live there. It's, no. it, man, it's dope. It's dope. Because no. I can have a winter home anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll still be in the area. I may not be, like, around just, the way. I'm but over the cold and the snow here. I think that's what it is more than anything. You get, you get I have ar- a winter home. You somewhere. get arthritis in the, in the winter? <laughs> Jeff. You get off, I'm not Do asking. you get arthritis yes. in the winter? Yes. <laughs> Jeff, yeah. you know what? Yes, I be no for real, man. I, I feel about sometimes Daniel, I'm like, you know what I was about to say. Yeah, Turn his mic off. For <laughs> How you only get arthritis? Because <laughs> because it, it be cold. Now like, my I knees feel good. do be bothering me. Yeah, I know. Cold in the I know. Rain. I know your well. But your knees you, don't bother you. I no have more. an excuse. You don't. You just old. Well, that's all right. <laughs> Most old people they get arthritis in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I, <laughs> if you have arthritis, you have it all year around. Exactly. No, you don't. It's seasonal. They got uh, seasonal it, arthritis. 
Yeah, it's all good. I never heard of no seasonal arthritis. And you know I was going to say arthritis come from all of nasty cookies you've eaten. I ain't eating no nasty cookies. <laughs> <laughs> See, there you go again. Hey, you putting this business hey, on listen, the street. This, hey, this coming from the woman that was twerking in open public it's at the my party. birthday. It hey, was, almost caused a car crash. I was Barbie. Five car pile up on Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with twerking? Exactly. I just, hey. Exactly. I've seen your twerk work too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you've, yeah. been, you've improved over the last four years. Oh, wow. I've seen your she twerk work. She is a whole lot better. Yeah, you, she she taught you how to twerk, right? No, she ain't teach me this girl made a beach. She had this thing where she wanted to twerk in places she never twerked before. Wow. So we went to Myrtle Beach and she said, I never twerked in a souvenir store. So we went in the city and we recorded her everywhere. And there was a young lady. It was bike week because, you know, we ride motorcycles. And yeah. she's in the souvenir store on the shot glasses twerking. And the girl said, let me help you. We didn't know this woman. So they twerking in the souvenir store. Oh wow. Goodness. That's so crazy. So now because she's twerked everywhere, she said the only place she haven't twerked is church. So she wow. wanted to twerk I was wow. going to do it Sunday, but it was Easter. <laughs> I'm glad you decided not to do it on oh, Easter. Well, you could oh, act wow. like you was praising the Lord. And Wait a minute. And, you it just, go, and the spirit you just moved her. church? <laughs> That's the only place the only she haven't twerked. That's the, you was going to twerk at my, our church? <laughs> <laughs> what better church than your church? Yes. <laughs> no comment. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back with the Relationship Corner with Sassy and Naki. Lord have mercy. Oh, my God. We'll call Bishop. Oh, call them. This is Jessica Lavish with the Outlaws. We know that racism still exists in our country, but what about slavery? Human trafficking, a form of modern-day slavery, is where people profit from the control and exploitation of others by means of force, fraud, and coercion. Tragically, no country, community, or individual is immune from the vast injustice. Human trafficking is driven by demand. Instead of contributing to the problem, we can be part of the solution. If we eliminate the demand, we eliminate human trafficking. For more information, follow hashtag demand no more. Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back and we're back. Oh, man, we already on the road. Time for the relationship corner. <laughs> the scenario. Come on, my radio wife. What do you got going on? Because I know you and your sister been talking, and I know my best friend got something to talk yeah, about. Actually, this is compliments of our guest, my beautiful baby sister, Neki. I seen y'all baby picture, too. You know what? Well, how you fly. see a baby picture? Oh, for I my birthday. Fly. She, she, you know that she cried in every picture. Because you used to be painting. Uh-uh, no, this, this ain't the time. <laughs> my story and I'm sticking to it. This ain't the time. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Y'all had to deal with that in family court. In family counseling. We want to talk about the relationship scenario. I just said I saw y'all baby picture. That's all you I believe. Look at what you started, Look what you Joe. started, yeah. So anyway, 
So let's, uh, like I said, a special shout out to my baby sister for coming up with this scenario, which I think she might know somebody like this, but I ain't going to say nothing. Mm -hmm. So she says that you've been married and you guys know we're speaking for both genders. So male and female, you've been married for nine years. You're on your way approaching your 10th year anniversary. So as you go on to lunch, you go pick up your husband some flowers and stuff. You go grab a bite to eat. And see your husband sitting at the table having lunch with another woman. You walk over to approach them and like, what's going on? He says, hey, we've been having an affair for five years. And we were discussing how will we get you involved in a polygamous relationship? (laughs) What would you do? (laughs) (laughs) So let me understand this correct. You're getting ready to celebrate your 10-year anniversary. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, you're getting ready to meet your husband at the de- at the restaurant, but he's there. The woman he's been having yeah. an affair with is there having a conversation with him, right? And you walk up on it, and all of a sudden he says, "Hey, how you doing?" Here's they've what's been going. having an affair for five. I know. Years. I said that they had a, they've been oh, having yeah. an affair for five yeah. years. You walk up, you're shocked, and the first thing that come out of his mouth is, "Hey, how you doing?" Listen. Uh, we've been discussing, this is such and such, I've been having an affair with her for five mm-hmm. years, but we've been discussing how we can get you involved in this to create a polygamous relationship. You're right. Do you want to join the throuple? Do you, do you want to, <laughs> do you want to join the, 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 the party? <laughs> the the throuple. Uh, okay. Hey, uh, hey, referee, I'm going to let you take that. Yeah, let Darby, I'm going to let Darby. Let Darby, let Darby. go. <laughs> I don't even know. No, I would I, be like, you know, I've never the cheating them. alone. Never. Is, so no, I couldn't. You get don't have nothing to say. I'm, okay, no, Darvio, 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 flabbergasted. Hey, Darvio, hold on. <laughs> she, but let's just say your wife is with another woman, though, not another Ooh. dude. But you know what, though, cheating is cheating to me. I, like, I agree. That's, I, I, I was thinking you. in the scenario of another woman, not okay. another dude. Uh, uh, no, no, that's, just, a, but, that's a definite. No. Okay, I know. I'm <laughs> just, don't just, play Darby. Right. Right. I'm not that's trying a, to play him. I just got to create the scenario. But sure yeah, but, but, but yeah, even even if it's another one to me, cheating is cheating. Yeah. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to get over the fact that you cheated on me for five years. Wow. With another woman, though. Yes. Yeah, it's still cheating. We, it's still cheating. But they presented to you like it's going to be good for everybody because now it's three incomes in the household. <laughs> three incomes. Three hey, you can't beat that. We're going to split it down the middle. <laughs> I don't know about that. Nah, wait a minute. <laughs> she get Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you on the weekend. <laughs> That's too much. I'm That's cool. Much. I'm no. cool. So I'm you said good. you would if it was presented like that? Me personally? Heck no. Carmen <laughs> says, I'll see you in court. I don't share. Mm. What you got, Naki? What would you do? I wouldn't. First of all, I'm going to jail. Oh, no. you going to jail? I'm going to jail. Why are you going to jail? She was cheated on for five years. As soon as he start telling me for half of the relationship, you've been in another relationship. Yeah. I'm going to jail. Ball Everybody got to go down. <laughs> I'm putting them down. Wow. Like, okay, so you right not, in the rest. You're not talking about like no murder or nothing. You're just saying like you're gonna beat them up and you're going to. She don't know what's gonna happen. Murder. Murder. Oh man. First forty-eight. Man, and I the expression the of this woman is not you wasted the... my time. So you're saying that's that... a long time to have Ten years of my life, I might as well go ahead and sit down and do to you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a long time to be in jail. It's just... a long time to be in this relationship that you made a yeah, joke Yeah, but, but you, I'd rather you be out here to deal with that than to be in there. I'm pretty sure you know that. I'd be happier right. in there knowing that you're no longer breathing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what would you do? I honestly, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't. You wouldn't what? 
you have to go. You cheated on me for five years. No, you were with this woman, and I don't know what you were doing. No, heck no. No, you got to go. You got to go. I'm sorry. Can't do it. You, so let me ask you a question. What would you do, Jeff? Okay, first of all, if I walk here and my wife is sitting with another woman, I got to see what the woman looked like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I knew he was gonna say that. Because if she ugly, she I'm gonna cute? be I'm gonna be pissed. That's his favorite <laughs> line. Terrible. What she look like? Terrible. Because I might I might consider it if they got bread. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> if, if my girl making a hundred thousand and and the, and, the, and the friend making a hundred fifty, you so, know I'm making dough. You know what, so what I'm saying? I might consider it. You can be bought. I can't be bought. I said I might consider it. <laughs> I didn't say I could be but bought. I I just I look at it like this. But, like Darvio said, it's but cheating. But because I'm right. a man, cheating on me. But yeah. because. Listen, man, let's just be honest. Let's be real. Nobody's oh faithful in 2019. That's a lie. I disagree with that. Who's That's faithful? A I'm Me. a faithful person. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're faithful? Yeah, I've always been faithful. You're faithful? Huh? I ain't never cheated on Who nobody in my life. You. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I've never You're cheated faithful. on anybody either. You've been faithful in 2019. I'm not, I'm not in a relationship. Okay, the answer is no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kinda, taking you that long. Hey, is not. Hey, so, 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 so okay. here's the situation. For me, I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna look at it from a business standpoint. Of course, I'm gonna be feeling some type of way. Sure. But then again, but I'm gonna kind of maybe it's gonna kind of make stroke my ego though, for real. Because oh, no, no, no. Listen, uh, no. Let me say this. You no. just want to be a polygamist. I don't want to know. Just about to get in a thruple. I'm not trying to be a polygamist. Be on, uh, listen to what I'm about to say. Though. Hold on, let me say this. <laughs> I ain't trying to be a polygamist. But this is what I'm trying to say, though. At the end of the day, she cheated on me with a beautiful woman. That, 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 that. I'm like, man, that's. I'm glad it was a woman you versus still a dude. Got cheated on, you got bro. cheated I'd rather, on. Jeff I'd rather be a woman years. than a dude. That's that should make you feel even worse because uh, another woman is satisfying your woman. Yeah. Uh oh. Like, you could, you, you uh -oh. couldn't do it. Wait a minute. Oh, uh -oh. it may not have been that. It you might have been something else. Could you not do it? Uh -oh. oh, I'm handling my business. She ain't left. Obviously not. If she's cheating. She oh, no, I'm handling my business. She ain't left me because of that. Uh oh. Or she, she might be hanging me? on to you for financial stability. How you know that? Mm. You, you say what? Mm. She might be hanging on to you for financial stability. Good, because hey, if this person making more money than you, and and we got the same money, bring it on. Let's make it happen. <laughs> what if I'm she a businessman? What if she dating Listen. a broke chick and the broke chick is sexually satisfied? Uh -oh. Man, oh, is the broke chick cute? Nah, it don't matter. What? Turn his mic off. Is the broke chick? Huh? She, she not, all right. She all right. Well, she we got right. problems. She all right. <laughs> we got problems. She all right. I, I can't, can't accept it. that. If she ain't a no, 10 or better. I can't either. If she I ain't can't. a 10 or better, me, I'm done. Cheating is cheating. It is. It's cheating. I can't accept it. You got to go. So y'all not, wait a minute. You wouldn't work your marriage out? You cheated on me for five years, and this is this is what you had okay, to I'm offer. Okay, I'm saying, no, you're going so to work gonna, out. You're just going to totally walk away. We don't have to work out because if I did, I wouldn't be able to trust you. You can't. You you're going to be with this woman still anyway. So you're right. Seem like polygamy might be on his way back. Hey, listen, this is Jeff Brown's show. <laughs> Stay tuned. We got more, we got more to come. Doctor Umar Johnson is coming up real soon. Stay tuned. Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. Hey, we're back and we're back. <laughs> Trying to get into these uh, current events. Hey, Our topic is a lot of hot conversation where? going on behind the mic. 
Uh, also coming up is our interview with Dr. Uh, Umar Johnson. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. And um, yeah, it's gonna be dope. So, um, man, let's talk about these these bombings that's been going on. Um, are you familiar with the bombings, uh, referee? Yeah, yeah, they uh, happened in Sri Lanka. Yeah. It was a terrorist attack. It was a, a deliberate attack on right. Christians and Christian churches. I seen it was two hundred and seven deceased and over hundreds of that were injured. Okay, so the total went up. They said 500. It's a total of 500. 300 have died, 200 are injured. It's the government. Huh? It's the government. You think it's the government? Population control. Oh, God. (laughs) The views and opinions (laughs) of this may not necessarily reflect. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. It's very, very sad. (laughs) Views in the face. Very sad. The population. Listen. Wow. We're. T- <laughs> Y'all not saying a- wow? I can't explain. So you you so okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> we don't want to. No. No. Not 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 today. Not today. We'll talk about that. We'll let you type that in on Facebook Live. <laughs> not today. Not sir. today. No. no. Can't do but, that. Um. It is very. Uh, in, it's very interesting. We've just seen three church bombings in Louisiana. Yeah, is that correct? Lu- Louisiana. That was a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. Last weekend. Now we're looking at ago. church bombings in Sri Lanka. In Sri Lanka, and hotels. Mm-hmm. Like what in the hell is going on? And now they do have seven people in custody that were responsible. So they did get the, they, yeah, and they uh, were part of a radical Islamist group. Right. So it Terrorists. was so yeah, True so terror. it was so it was a religiously motivated attack. And it was know, now do we they know, wanted to oh. kill Christians. Now what wow. they did say they don't know if they're tied to ISIS or not. Though. No, it is not and ISIS. It's a different it's a different group. Know. I have it right here on the uh, Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Um Sri Lankan authorities said an international terror group likely supported an obscure Islamist group in carrying out a series of bombings that killed at least this was at the time of the report at least 290 people on Easter Sunday. Weeks after the government had received warnings from the U.S. and India about a possible attack. Government officials of this island nation said some of the suicide bombers and others arrested were linked to an obscure radical Islamist group known as National Thawith Jamath, a group the government singled out to police for monitoring as a possible threat after the Foreign Security Services issued their warning. So this was, wow. It was a religiously motivated. It was religiously motivated. Exactly why we need that wall. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. We don't need no damn wall. Oh, yes, we do. And I'm going to be right there with bricks helping the field. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. You a Trump supporter? I ain't a Trump supporter, but I support that wall. Uh, you don't need oh no wall. Yes, we don't. We do. But you know yeah. that they have yeah, them believing that. How you going to have a terrorist Wait, attack if they ain't no That's over what I'm saying. But they, the they seven got, people they have in custody. Send them back, build that wall. And he not building. building hey, listen. And he ain't building no wall for them. If he pay all my student loans, I'll build it. Well, well, that ain't definitely happening. He going to put you down there building that wall. But he ain't paying off your student loans. He ain't even go to school. I was just getting ready to say that. He, and the school that he did have was fraud. Was fraud. Took everybody. So y'all ain't tired of calling people and getting an Indian on the phone after they tell you oh, press one oh for my English. God. <laughs> Just asking. You know, the views and opinions. You, now, you know, I do have um, listeners not necessarily in, in, reflect those. in London yeah. and in India. Well, they have the Jeff Brown Show and the FCB Radio yeah. Network. Oh, God. oh my well. God. <laughs> Yeah, that is not. Oh my goodness! Oh, 
Oh my! That's gonna be my segment of the show. I thought you were going <laughs> oh my off. goodness! Um, okay, we talk about yeah, the Mueller report, man. Let's yeah, talk about the Mueller report, man. Okay, talk about the Mueller report. <laughs> Let's talk about the uh, Mueller report because this is. Um, oh my goodness! That just somebody mm. getting a phone call. It's coming. <laughs> somebody, Carbio. somebody getting a phone call. Oh my god! I'm just. Um, hey, you know what's crazy? Our, uh, and I want to give a big shout out to my man James, uh, my Instagram follower out in London, <laughs> James underscore Red eighty two. Hey James, uh, we appreciate you listening all the way in London, England, and um, and our, our Kokomo, Indiana listeners, yes. Miami, Thank Florida listeners, and um, uh, Rockford. London accents Illinois. be sexy. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> I'm just saying. Jesus, take the wheel, take it fast. Yeah. Oh, the Mueller <laughs> report, man. Mm, mm, mm. Do you think the Democrats? To impeach Donald Trump based yes. on the information that, that came out the Mueller report? After the wall. <laughs> Ain't no wall. Ain't no damn wall. I mean, then he could be impeached. That'd be one that thing happen. he could go down for doing. Like, that's all he want to do anyway. Ain't going to happen. Okay. You know why it's not going to happen? Why? Because, number one, he don't have, he don't even have the mental capacity but to presidents. To, this is a known fact. All presidents want to be known for doing something throughout their he, presidency. He, he is. He want the wall. Give him the wall and then impeach him. <laughs> that ain't happening. Well, it, that ain't happening. No walls here, buddy. Yeah, no. We we gonna say no to the wall. No walls here. Because that that's just gonna be all bad. Democrats <laughs> need to be supporting that wall. No, they don't. They need to throw his ass over that wall. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Build it and throw and th- him over there. Uh, yeah, and break let him the go. Let him, yeah, and, and put let him, him over there. Of him. In the, in I just the, got one question. <laughs> is there any other group of people that you three have not offended? No, but if they, if, if, no, for real. That. If they build the wall, do y'all think his wife going over there? Yeah, they, she should. Yeah, because she ain't from here. The views and opinions. <laughs> This is With the third him. time I've had to do this disclaimer oh in this goodness. one segment. Oh my god! Sorry. In okay. other words, turn my mic off. Network yeah. ain't got nothing to do with this. Yeah. See, you know what? You, you're it's, banned from the Jeff Brown show. <laughs> you encouraging it? Well, I'm not encouraging. <laughs> this was a one-time grand appearance. You encouraging it? I'm not encouraging it. I'm just. You can't blame it all on her. You egging it on. What? I said his wife should go over there too. Follow me on Instagram at Nikki with the good hair. <laughs> Uh, what's, what's going on with the entertainment line? Can I, we I'm get spe- something? Nothing. I'm speechless. Oh, oh I got some I, entertainment. I, I, no, 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 no entertainment. No, you know what? No, just, you do got something. I you just, y'all got two minutes we, left. Thank we got God. I'm not even going to go there. I'm just going to really quickly because I'm totally speechless and that's very hard to do but for me. But you love me. I do, but... The thing I just want to give a special shout out to Ti and Scrap Dillion for Ooh, helping them bail out twenty three. Oh man! Oh, twenty three what? Twenty three what? Twenty three non-violent offenders. Oh man, that is not fun. What are you? <laughs> you want me to read this? Give me your Easter Sunday. I'm sorry. She is hilarious. You know what? But anyway, so we want to send a special shout out to T.I. He uh, partnered up with uh, New Birth Missionary Baptist Church, uh, VH1, Love and Hip Hop, Scrap Dilly on. And they ultimately were trying to raise $120 million. And they were able to bail out women and men. 
nonviolent offenders and have them home for Easter. So the goal was, I'm sorry, the goal was 80 80k and they raised 120 so special shout out to him so there was a total of 16 people that they were able to bail out and they spent easter with their family so ti i you got oh, man. everything you do. i applaud that man that I, I applaud he, that he does man. and I, he never surprises me keep doing the things that wow you're that's doing, amazing that's dope that's Call dope me. hey that's that's dope that's dope hey hey well listen he should have got scrap a haircut while he was at it <laughs> Oh my God! Well, I agree with you because I don't know what that mess yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know either. It is, and y'all know I yes. love Ratchet that, that, TV. That's that's, mm, and I don't even watch. TV, I don't but like I be it. seeing this commercial. I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, what? haircut is some clear seal. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, he Thank do. You know he definitely what? do need that. Though. Go to break. Hey, listen, Thank we'll be so much. You listen, know we'll be coming, coming up. Back. Coming <laughs> up, <laughs> Doctor Umar. Doctor Umar Johnson. <laughs> Help. Help me, please. Help me, please. Oh, my God. Help me, please. Yep, there goes the show. <laughs> Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. This is Darby or the Kingpin Morrow. I want you to check out my new song, Unconditional, featuring Dan Smith. I'm not admitted. I know that I'm a harshest critic. I'm just trying to deal with it. I take it back because this ain't complicated. Yo, it's simple. We all looking for something no, that's unconditional. Get unconditional now on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, and all other major digital outlets from FCB Records. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. Welcome back, welcome back. Oh man, I'm excited because we've got Dr. Umar Johnson himself on the Jeff Brown Show. Uh, Dr. Umar, are you there? Yes, I am. Thanks for having me on the show and peace and love to the entire Cleveland family. Oh man, we are so excited to have you here and uh want to give a big shout out to my friend Laura Cowan uh, for making the connection as well. Um, and uh, we are very humbled to have you, man, and we are very grateful for the work that you're doing in our communities, uh, not just nationally and locally, but also internationally as well. So we appreciate you. Let's just get into the conversation, man. Listen, what is it that you see... Um, as issues in the black community with our men as we're seeing black on black crime we see a lot of our men dealing with mental illnesses we see uh, uh, a lot of our black men uh, being incarcerated at an all time high um, especially uh, uh, going to prison um, for the same crimes as our white counterparts but getting uh, more time as well all of those problems that you just named are actually symptoms of a more basic problem. And the two problems from which all those symptoms grow up, black-on-black crime symptom, mass incarceration symptom, unemployment system are symptom, and they come from, number one, racial marginalization and oppression, America's war against black males, number one, and number two, it comes from the black community's failure to try to address its own problems internally. Although many of the problems, nearly all of the problems in the black community were externally imposed. And what I mean by that 
is we don't control the school system. So we cannot be primarily responsible for the failure of the children. We don't control the criminal justice system. So we cannot be primarily responsible for the high rate of convictions or arrests. We don't control the police force. So there's no way we can be responsible for the disproportionate rates of police shootings and genocides against black people. We don't control the economic system. So we cannot be responsible for the grossly high levels of unemployed black men and women. That's what I mean when I say we didn't create these problems because we don't control any of the systems. However, we are a $2 trillion people. We are the richest population of Africans on the planet. There is no other group of Africans being only 50 million strong that has a gross national product of $2 trillion. So we have the intellectual and the economic wherewithal to solve our own problems. The issue is we are not concerned. And the biggest connection between those problems and the symptoms that you just articulated is the school-to-prison pipeline. Until we fix the educational system that exists, or more progressively create our own educational system, those problems will only get worse. So let me ask you a question. Um, When we talk about civil rights, having the right to vote, do you believe that us as blacks, this community, being that we see these systematic problems, that our vote matters so we can make some type of change and have some type of influence um, in our local communities affecting the state and nas- and federal, federal uh, level um, as it relates to our country? The black vote can matter, but it does not currently matter. And the reason it doesn't currently matter is because unlike other ethnic groups in America, there are no totally homogenous communities. So not all Jews will vote Democrat or Republican. Not all Latinos will vote Democrat or Republican. Not all Asians or Arabs or Indians will vote Democrat or Republican. But what they all will do is they will vote conscientiously for the best interests of their people. So the European Jew may vote for Trump, but it is because he thinks that something Trump is going to do for European Jews. And another European Jew may vote for Hillary Clinton, but it's because they do believe that Hillary's going to do something for them. Black people don't operate like that. We do not operate from a culture-first political paradigm. We vote from a selfish, me-first individualistic paradigm. So when black people vote, that vote is usually not being cast for what we think a candidate will do for the group, the community. It's about what we think we can get out of that candidate for ourselves. So when I say the vote can matter, I mean that if we begin to organize our vote along racial lines, along cultural lines, along community lines, we can then force conversations about both candidates that are relevant to us. But as long as we keep on imitating the Democratic agenda and imitating and parroting the Republican agenda, the vote will never work for us. It must be a race-conscious vote or expect to have no vote at all. Okay. I got uh, my, my best friend is sitting in with this. Her name is Naki, and she wants to ask you a question. Hello, sure. Dr. Umar. Speak up. I said, hello, Dr. Uber. Peace and love, Okay, so my question is, where do you think we should start with revamping the mindset of our youth 
to work toward a better future? Good question. Two things are relevant when you're dealing with the youth, but these same two things are relevant even if you're dealing with the adults. Education and economics. Our path towards prosperity as a people will be along the roads of education and economics. You must prepare the next generation of African children to inherit this struggle and to be successful. Black children must be taught how to succeed in spite of the presence of racism. And what happens now, the failures of education are largely due to the fact black children are not even taught about racism at all. Church, they're taught to be colorblind. At home, they're taught to be colorblind. In public school, ruled by white people, they're taught to be colorblind. So when a black child finally realizes that there's another factor out here in my success, my success isn't just contingent upon me going to school, learning, doing my best, working hard. There's another factor that determines whether or not I make it in the American reality, and that factor is called racism. And because we do not teach them about it, many of our children don't know how to deal with it when they confront it, and as a result of that, they will either end up blaming themselves, or they will begin to react in a racially hostile manner towards the power structure, which could cost them their life, literally, by way of death, police genocide, or, metaphorically, by way of mass incarceration. So we are actually responsible for why so many young black people are checking out of life, throwing their hands up, giving up, and going to the street corner because we're not teaching them, number one, that racism exists, and number two, how to circumvent it. Economics is critical because black youth have the number one single most difficult job of gaining employment in America. According to, uh, what is it, the Department of Labor, most businesses would rather hire an illegal immigrant child who just showed up in America, who can't even speak English, before they hire a black child because of stereotypes and racial assumptions. So if you want black children to start having respect for the black community, we have to start having respect for them by finding them an economic way for them to earn a legal and decent livelihood. Wow. That's amazing. So let me ask you another question. I, and, I'm, and I'm enjoying this because this is, this is, uh, this is real good. So when we talk about um, um, our current country and where we are, where do you see us as blacks moving towards? Where do you see us going in the state of where our country is now? Closer to extermination. Let us be clear about something. We were never intended to be here long term. The only reason why we're here now having this conversation is, number one, because of slavery, which was only supposed to be temporary, and number two, because of a military accident in the Civil War that was necessary, known as the Emancipation Proclamation, which grew out of a wartime decision to enlist black men in the Civil War in defense of the Union because the Confederacy was controlling the narrative of the war and had Abraham Lincoln begrudgingly and reluctantly had he not decided to let black men fight, then guess what? This may be a Confederacy right now and not a union. It was black men that saved America. So we have to also teach our children to get away from this narrative that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Abraham Lincoln didn't free the slaves. The slaves freed Abraham Lincoln. Mm. And as a result of that emancipation, America had to do something that it never wanted to do. 
and that was free black people on American soil. Abraham Lincoln had created the American Colonization Society, or at least he was a part of it. And although they knew that slavery would sooner or later have to die, not for benevolent reasons, but because of the growth of the Industrial Revolution, where it automatically made the need to human labor extinct. But wow. they wanted to send us to Haiti, they wanted to send us back to Africa, they never intended us to be free on American soil, but a wartime necessity gave birth to that. So for the past 152 years that we have been free, 1865 to 2019, America has been trying to come up with every possible strategy that it can to reduce control and ultimately eliminate black people from black-on-black genocide, mass incarceration, abortion, hysterectomy, poverty, homosexuality, and the list goes on and on and on. The agenda for black people in America has always been patrol, control, and extermination. Okay, let me ask you a question. I might, and you know, and I sometimes in my thinking, uh, myself and Naki, we do got another question for you. Because um, I want to talk about your uh, the new school that you're getting ready to establish. Um, and that's in process of being uh, established as well. But I want to talk about uh, who is uh, the voice for the black community. You know, I, I'm seeing all these, these, these black men, black preachers. I'm looking at the Al Sharptons. I'm looking at the Reverend Jesse Jacksons. And I'm feeling like... Along the way, these are men that said, hey, we, 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 we speak for the black community. But I feel like they have failed us in, in, uh, in, in some type of way because we still don't get the respect we're supposed to receive. We're, we're still not getting the opportunities that we need. And I think that going back to what you said earlier, I think that if there's going to be somebody who can be a voice for the black community, that person has to really... Um, lead us into a direction that we understand that we don't really need the government to 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 teach us how to be entrepreneurs or to to um, tap into our um, our our economic base and that the economic power that we have. Who would you say in today's society, 2019, would be the voice that can speak for the black community, understanding where we are today? That's an excellent question. That is an excellent question. Now, from the time we got here, 1619, those of us who are descendants of enslaved Africans, and I most certainly am, until this coming August 21st of 2019, that will be 400 years. We celebrate our quadricentennial, 400 years of black resistance and struggle under white racism. 400 years. And for the first time in our 400 years, we are without identified mainstream, accepted, and approved black leadership. That never before been without an identified black leader. You go all the way back to the 1840s, there was Frederick Douglass. You come to the 1920s, there was Marcus Garvey. You go to the 1960s, there was Dr. King. You go to the 1980s, although it was the weak, compromised leadership, you still had a Jesse Jackson, you had an Al Sharpton, you had a Minister Farrakhan. And now, for the first time, you don't have an identified leader that is accepted by the youth as well as the black bourgeoisie as well as the black middle class. So is that good or bad? I would say it is a blessing and a curse. It is a blessing because, in a way, we needed black leadership to be decentralized. Because many of the mainstream black leaders that were approved by the white power structure were not delivering any measurable or tangible goods. Jesse Jackson, Alan Sharpton, they haven't delivered any measurable 
or tangible goods. And although Minister Farrakhan operates in the religious tradition because he has considered himself and has been considered a leader of black America, he also, like the other two, has not delivered any tangible or measurable good. I'm not talking about the minister as leader of the Nation of Islam. I don't belong to the Nation of Islam. I mean as a leader of black people. Very poor when it comes to tangible results. Okay? We have okay. to take the emotion out of it. Let's deal with it as it is. None of those three, Sharpton, the minister, or Jeffy, has delivered anything tangible or measurable to affect the political economic reality of black folks. Now, with that being said, that's why I think it's a good thing. Because now you have an opportunity for fresh, new leadership to come up from the grassroots. That's the key. But what's the curse? The white man is watching. The American government is wow. watching. The, wow. European power, uh, uh, the European power system is watching. And they're saying, we had better choose some new official leaders for black folks. Because if we don't, we're going to end up like we did in the 60s with the Stokely Carmichael's and the H-Rack Browns and the Louis G. Newtons and the Fred Hamptons. We don't want that. We want a leadership that we can control, or at least a leadership that believes in integration enough to keep black people at bay for another 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50 years. You see, so the, 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 the downside of this, because we are disorganized people, it allows the government to step in to what they're doing now because there's no identified secular leadership. It is no identified religious leadership. The American government is now selecting athletes and entertainers the spokespersons of Black America. Wow, you know, um, as I'm, uh, um, as this, as your interview is wrapping up, real quick, uh, man, I could talk to you all day, but uh, <laughs> uh, I want to talk about just a little bit um, uh, about your school. Can you give us some insight on the school? Uh, the the uh, principles. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed. Yeah. And, and let me just say this quickly. I'm going to give you a chance to say it again later, but I just wanted to remind the whole Cleveland family that I'll be back in Cleveland this coming Saturday, April the 27th, 2 p.m. at the Liberty Hill Baptist Church on Euclid Avenue. Uh -huh. And it's going to be a powerful message. All children free, all elders free, everyone else. DrUmarJohnson.com. They can also get tickets at the door, and we're going to deal with a lot of what we're talking about today, but we're going to go more in depth. This is my first visit to Cleveland to offer a power lecture in three years, so it's been a very long time. And the very next day, Sunday the 28th, I'll be in Dayton, Ohio, in Trotwood, at the Deja Vu Center, 4 o'clock. So Cleveland is Saturday at 2, and then Trotwood, Ohio, at the Deja Vu Center is Sunday at 4. The Frederick Douglass and Marcus Garvey Academy was purchased seven days before the Honorable Frederick Douglass's 121st Earth Day. And, of course, I am a blood relative of the great Frederick Douglass. And we closed on a property in Wilmington, Delaware, on February the 7th, Black History Month. And that was after four and a half years of fundraising. And we're happy with the school that we got. It was a blessing that we got the campus we got because we couldn't afford it. They wanted more than a million dollars. All we had raised was $750,000. So after 18 months of negotiating and begging and pleading with the owner of the property, they finally decided to sell it to us this past February 7th. So we've owned it for about nine weeks now. And the beauty of it is we have two schools, not one. We have two schools. Wow. A total of four buildings. The large school has a large gymnasium. There's approximately 16 classrooms in there. It has a cafeteria. And then the smaller school, which is the Market Garvey building, has about eight to 12 classrooms in it. And it also has a separate standalone gymnasium. So we have two schools.
And we're right now raising money for brothers and sisters to donate. And we hope all your listeners do that so that we can re- restore the property. So stage one was acquisition. We have achieved that. Now it's restoration. It is a million-dollar campaign that we're on right now to raise a million dollars to bring that building up to code so we can get our certificate of occupancy, so we can hold a massive grand opening celebration and then begin with the education of our young men, which we would like to do in August of 2020 next summer, which will be the 100-year anniversary of the Honorable Marcus Garvey's first international convention in New York City, as well as the 100th centennial of the red, black, and green flag. Man, that's amazing. Listen, man, we thank you so much uh, for stopping by the show and dropping. Man, you dropped some jewels today, and you helped me, and I know it helped everybody here, uh, the staff here um, um, inside the studio. Listen, real quick, uh, let's talk about your lecture, uh, uh, what day that's on, and how can uh, my listeners follow you and get more information. Just leave us some contact information, please. Certainly. Um, they can, again, get their tickets at drumarjohnson.com. They can contact me directly by email, drumarjohnson at yahoo.com, D-R-U-M-A-R Johnson at yahoo.com. I'm hoping all your listeners come out and get a copy of my book, Psychoacademic Holocaust, The Special Education and ADHD Wars Against Black Boys. They can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at drumarjohnson, and they can reach me by phone at 215-989-9858. 215-989-9858. And if there's any parents out there with issues involving their children, immunization, vaccination, medication, special education, juvenile incarceration, miseducation, premature extermination, if there's anything I can do to help parents protect the rights of their children in the schools or the mental health system, they can always contact me at any time. Thank you, man. Hey, uh, listen, you have listened to Dr. Umar Johnson. We'll be right back. This is the Jeff Brown Show. Tell Alexa to play the Jeff Brown Show podcast. Here it is from iHeartRadio. Hey, y'all, it's your girl Sassy, and I want to send a special birthday shout-out to all our celebrities celebrating a birthday this week. We got Machine Gun Kelly, John Cena, Kelly Clarkson, Al Pacino, the beautiful T-Boz, Sheena Easton, and ladies' man, Mr. Too Short himself. Happy, happy birthday, and may God bless you with many, many more. Coming up is this moment in black business from the Jeff Brown Show. This is the Jeff Brown Show on the FCB Radio Network. And we're back and we're back. You know, it's just time for this moment in black business. Uh, But we don't have no feature business this week. But if you are an entrepreneur, upcoming entrepreneur, please email me at the Jeff Brown Show at gmail.com so we can help promote your business. Uh, Man, uh, that conversation with Dr. Umar Johnson was dope. Jeff, I have to say that I put that in my top five probably and it will stay there at number one. Wow. That was amazing. Amazing. And I have to, I, unfortunately, I, I'm almost ashamed now hearing him to say this, but I wasn't too familiar with him until I did my homework. And he's amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. He could be a little raw, but, you know. No, hey, well, that's when you got to be that. That's real. You got to be that. You know what I'm saying? I know. I am, too. Yeah. yeah. Got to get it out there. Yeah, right, right. Um, Naki, what do you what, what? So, what is it that you want to say? Since since we get ready to uh, close out the show, what is it that you want to talk about? I have fun, and y'all should listen to Jeff 
Wait, oh, I get to talk about my own stuff? No. No. I, I no. No, no. What stuff you no. got? What, what no. stuff you got? Uh, I'm interested. What, what uh, stuff you got going you? on? Yeah, what you got? Yeah, what, I mean, what yeah. you got? Yeah, really I want to know. Me? I, I mean, you're my, you're my best friend, so uh, I want to know what, what you, you got. Talk, what do you got going on? Uh, you got a, you're not saying nothing? You, I need my whole segment. Oh, on the Jeff Brown show? Yes, next time I'm here. <laughs> I will be promoting my own business. Watch Sassy over there praying while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> she can pray all she want to pray. Huh? Yeah. Um, real is rare. And huh? If you find somebody real in your life, you keep them around. You That's know true. Because that. it, it, I, I have to agree with you with that waterhead. It is hard to come by real people. But real, while we're talking about praying, though, too, something. Real quick for all the entrepreneurs, pray over your business every morning too. Mm, pray for growth, good. increase, and pray that God puts the right people in your life that want to see you win. And all of me with CCWs, y'all pray too. Okay? Wow. You know why? You know what CCW is? No, and we I do, but thank you, Jesus, for don't not do it. letting us say, don't, don't, don't do it. It's don't not you do it. it is don't not you do it. You want to know? No, 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 you no. don't. No. no, I know what it is, and you better stop. It's not no. a license to carry either. Damn it, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it. Uh-oh. No, it's, it should be a felony for real. Okay, is it something well, I'm going to have to bleed? No. no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh. you have to bleed. Damn it, don't say yeah, it. You no cuss word. Yeah. Damn it, don't say it's it. It's a car charger, Wayne. No. <laughs> Did I ask you to edge her on? Yo, I need to stop doing I this. I asked to you, was it something I was going to have to bleed? I told you, yes. You <laughs> so I was done that. with it. <laughs> oh my God. Stop swindling us. We're sick of it. Oh my God. What did you learn before we family. go out? We got to get out of here. This woman. <laughs> what did you, you learn? You cannot pick your family. <laughs> What did you learn, real quick? Oh, no, for real, I like Dr. Umar. I had a lot more questions for him. I want to go see him. Okay. Well, you st- well, we'll get that worked out. Uh, still praying. Oh, Jesus. This girl still praying. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, and what did you learn, Darby? Uh Shout out to Dr. Umar for coming on the show. Absolutely. And also shout out to Nikki this as might well. Be this might be our last time on the Oh, my goodness. And, uh, wow. Hope we pray we don't lose every affiliate That's we have. It might turn into a reality show. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. And what I learned is that Dr. Umar is dope, but what I also learned is that Naki is a wall builder. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. This has been the Jeff Brown Show. Hey, we love you. Until next time, be blessed. Peace. The FCB Radio Network. First class broadcasting worldwide.